why is it so important to to showcase or bring visibility to other people's story about overcoming odds and what does overcoming odds mean to you? Mm -hmm. Those are all really good questions. I think the way that I would answer the first question to begin with as far as why it's important for me to essentially highlight or showcase other people's lives and experiences is I firmly believe that we are much more similar than we think we are. And so as part of that understanding, what I've realized is that just because you're not a celebrity or someone of a higher authority or a ranking within a company, it doesn't mean that you can't offer value to other people. And so when I begin to understand that, that's where it kind of clicked for me as far as this platform is really about showcasing the everyday person. And as part of it, what I've learned is that each and every single one of us has wisdom and value to offer to one another. And just because we haven't become the Jamie Foxx or any of the other celebrities in this world, it doesn't mean that our lives are not valuable. And so creating this space where other people can be heard and ultimately seen for who they are was extremely important for me because it allowed me to understand that just because we haven't quote unquote made it to X, Y, and Z status within the society, it doesn't mean that we can add value to one another's lives and show the, I, I want to say actually probably some, almost the same exact instances that those who are celebrities or CEOs or whoever that go through on a daily basis. And that's really just documenting the whole journey, documenting the whole process of going through this life, through the different challenges and, and obstacles that we face on a daily basis. And ultimately helping us understand that no matter how difficult the challenge may be ahead of us, that we can always overcome it. That there's some other person along the way who has overcome a particular challenge and just me seeing that alone gives me enough hope and understanding that I might be able to do the same thing. So the second part of your question, when you asked what is overcoming odds to begin with, you know, it, right now it's an organization and a space for people to share and embrace their individual journeys. But ultimately what it is, is a space where people can look at one another and say, hey, we all have obstacles to overcome on a daily basis. I think that's one thing that we can all agree upon amongst many things in this life. And as part of that understanding, what I begin to realize is that, as I said earlier, if I can see other people on similar journeys who are overcoming or have overcome some of the obstacles that I may be experiencing, well, that's all the encouragement and the hope that I need to be able to move forward. So seeing that and also understanding it from another person's point of view and perspective helps me frame this mindset where there's truly no obstacle that I can't get through in life. And as part of it, I've also learned that life is full of many obstacles, but I think it's meant to be that way. I think the obstacles are there not to stop you from achieving whatever goal or vision that you have in mind, but help you define and refine it over time. So as you go through these challenges in life, in my opinion, they're meant to be there for me because they're helping me develop a different perspective. They're helping me develop a different lens through which I can see the world and ultimately learn from. So this whole concept of failure or 
just the ability to fail in my eyes, it doesn't really exist. Uh, in, in fact, what I choose to look at, what I choose to look um, at those subjects from is kind of this point of view of learning. I think all of those are opportunities to learn if you choose to look at it that way. So seeing others and knowing that they have gone through similar challenges in life, but yet they found a way, that's what helps me keep going. And that's what encourages me to really live within this story. Very beautifully put, Oleg. Um, you mentioned about identifying challenges and defining it and refining it, right? And there's a whole stigma around challenges of failure as to if you fail or if you bump into challenges. A lot of people think that, you know, it's a roadblock and there are limiting beliefs set into place. Yes. And when they encounter failure, there's a whole stigma with society, right? And it's been a conditioned, programmed behavior and thought process that has been around for years uh, even from the tribal age where if you feel you're casted at you're ostracized you are mm -hmm. a social career and I like what you said about we have to define those aspects of failure or challenges and then to refine it when we pivot which is refining that's when the solutions come into place. Let's have got power to lift or power to kill someone. Mm -hmm. And what would you write for viewers and listeners at that? The first thing that comes to mind is, is a quote that I came across a while ago that speaks to our different challenges and obstacles. There's no challenge too great to overcome. This is a quote that I came a while, maybe three or four, maybe even six months ago, and I've kind of structured a lot of my life by. And the reason why I chose to do that is because, as I mentioned earlier, I firmly believe that there's no obstacle too great to work through or to find a solution. And so just with something like that as a constant reminder that helps me understand that there is another way to look at whatever it is that you're experiencing. There's a book that I read a while ago and I'm actually still reading halfway through it. It's called The Art of Possibility. And one of the first chapters is truly a mind-blowing experience for me when I read it because it's so simple, but yet I thought it was so complex. And it's this exercise where there's a box and you have nine dots. And the exercise is that you have to connect all nine dots with with, with uh, straight lines without lifting your pen. So what I started to do is I started to connect the dots inside the box. And then I realized that I was overlapping or going over the same line twice. And so I was, really wasn't understanding why was, I, why was I not able to complete this exercise. And I continued to read the rest of that chapter and it explained how Part of completing that exercise is meant that you had to go outside of the box. That's ultimately how you solve it in connecting all the dots. And the next thing that I ended up doing was I actually drew the box on my whiteboard, which is right in front of my bed. So every morning I wake up, there is this box and it's connected and under it is a quote from the book, something along the lines of, if you think you have a problem, just simply expand your boundaries. 
and that's really it really was as simple as that and and the reason why i mention it is because it's in direct connection to the quote that i just shared with you as far as something to listen to with those who are listening to the show and it's what I, what it made me realize is that oftentimes and trust me i'm i'm probably the same way in some of the areas because i am a human being and as much as i work on improving myself there are still things that i'm still trying to understand and learn so when it comes to this concept of self-limiting beliefs i'm sure i have some of them in some areas that i haven't explored yet but in those that i have what i begin to understand is you right 100% that we as human beings are the ones that set those self-limited beliefs to begin with. So it, it every, everything in my opinion starts with our inner dialogue. When I tell myself internally that I can't do something, everything that happens after that is a result of those words. So me telling myself I can't do something ultimately results in no action from me. I don't step into a space where I'm actually acting upon the information that I do know that will help me get whatever it is that I envision done. So inner dialogue for me is extremely important because the messages that I repeat to myself and tell myself on a daily basis, that's ultimately who I become at the end of the day. So understanding the language that you tell yourself and ultimately what I've learned is that as much as it does get developed from you internally, the impact of your environment plays a huge role. The people that surround you, the different influences and influencers play a huge role on that inner voice that I have within me. So what I've learned over time is to really become cautious about people that I choose to have within my life. And it's almost like I'm identifying different roles for people as they're coming into my life, as far as the impact that they are having within it. I appreciate you, you know, starting your movement, overcoming odds, and I appreciate you making such an impact in your community, which mm -hmm. is just a huge colossal effort, which is causing, creating a ripple effect. Before we leave, what one advice would you give listeners and viewers out there where they can take in micro-actions because micro-actions can lead to huge efforts and it does not cause them to be overwhelmed. Well, you know, for me, when it comes to this whole concept of advice and tips, I actually try and stay away from that as much as I can. And here's the reason why. Um, I firmly believe that we all live our own unique paths in our lives. So for me to be able to come into your life and say, here are the five steps to developing X, Y, and Z. I don't think I have the authority to do that because I don't really know where you are along your journey of discovering whatever it may be. So my best piece of advice would be for me to share my story of the different things that I went through and for you to be able to relate to that story and to the elements of it where you are within your life. Because I may tell the same message to 10 people and yet all 10 are going to have in 10 different perspectives of how they viewed it. So when it comes to these micro actions, what has worked for me is prior to starting this particular organization and this movement to begin with, what I made sure to do is I really identified 
what it what is it that it needs to be for me so one of the things that i share with people is that when i was starting this particular business one of the most important points that i made sure that i live accordingly to is that when i was starting it at first i was exposed to a lot of different uh, methods as far as what it means to start a business and one of the most common ones that I heard along the way was that you had to, when you start a business, one of the first things you had to do was go out there and find that first client, find that first source of revenue. Well, what I decided to do is something different from that advice. And that is I chose to be the client of my own business. I chose to be the person who continues to work on that problem to really understand it. And don't get me wrong at the beginning obviously i was not making revenue from it because i was the client i was still trying to figure out what it needed to be but at the same time what i've learned is that during that process i had built something that money simply can't buy and that is i built character i built a set of values that i firmly believe and live by so Understanding why you do what you do is extremely important for me because the other thing that I've learned along this journey is that just like with any other business or anything else, there will be challenges along the way. And one of those challenges for me put me in a position where I had to decide whether I should stay in business or put myself out of business. And I, can, and I chose to stay in business because I understood my why. I understood why something like this had to exist in the first place. And along the way, it was challenging to be able to stay close to that why because other people around you oftentimes will not see the full picture of what that why looks like, or they can't really see how it connects to you or to your mission or to anything that you ever dream of. So as part of it, you're almost, you, you fall into this space where you might consider of uh, validating yourself to other people and, and validating the fact that this why is something that's worthwhile pursuing. But what I've learned is that that's a very dangerous road to go by because then you allow other people to determine your why. You allow others to tell you whether or not what you're pursuing is worthy. So I think staying true to who you are, identifying why you do what you do is extremely important because what it has allowed me to do is that regardless of the feedback and the criticism that I might have received along the way, I was able to always go back to square one and ask myself the question of why did I start this to begin with? I love that. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of your rat, Simon Sinek, start with the why, but mm -hmm. uh, that, that's, that's so true. You mm -hmm. have to ask the question as to why are you doing this? Does it just make me think about the food that we eat, right? Not everyone right. will digest kale the same way as we do because every, every microorganism in our gut is very much different from how someone else has it and someone might be allergic to milk and someone might not be allergic to milk so that is exactly how uh, it works with you know guys and i 
love your response and how you presented it as to not every advice will work for everyone and that's such a mindful very conscious way of putting because we have got so much of media and advice and content out there saying that if you do five of these things you'll become a millionaire if you're not in the 5 a.m club you're a lazy person even getting up at 5 a.m because different people function at their optimal peak at different times of the day yes. and yes. that's such a, a beautiful message that you put not what works for me will work for someone else yeah and i think part of what you just mentioned it's important to meet people along where they are I mean, we're all within different chapters of our lives. You might be at X, Y, and Z chapter, and you might be in the middle, I might be in the beginning. So for me to come into your life and say, here are the, like I mentioned before, five steps to X, Y, and Z. Well, what if you had already worked through those five steps? What if you need steps six through 10 or 10 through 15? So that's why I think it's important to be able to just be aware of people's surroundings and understand that at the end of the day, what I gravitate towards anyway is the person's story. It's a journey. It's not necessarily the steps that they tell me, but it's more so being able to put yourself within their shoes based on how they share it with you and help yourself understand that they have gone through X, Y, and Z, or they're going through whatever it is. And these are some of the things that I maybe can apply to my life. So it's really just identifying those similarities within events or circumstances that we've had. And it's not necessarily the, the different steps. And the other thing that I've learned about steps in general is that the way that you, the way that I may give the five steps today could be entirely different from the five steps that I give you tomorrow. Because as we go over time, those steps, we find other ways to look at them. We develop new perspectives. So my five steps to developing courage may be entirely different from the five steps that I tell you tomorrow because a conversation like this helped me see it differently. And the five and six conversations beyond this will only enhance that perspective. So that, that's my reasoning for why I choose to share a story rather than give concrete steps to whatever it is because it's the journey that, that we always relate to at the end of the day. Love it. Even our souls, even our souls change yes. every day, every yes. few years. So I love how you have put it and how we evolve. And that's a testament right that we evolve every day mm -hmm. uh, through the questions that we ask ourselves as to why and how we can evolve. 